Okay, I want to talk about something here. We are living right now with a disease that is called, or rather a virus that is called COVID-19. We are living in 2022. It has been literally two years since this started, and longer than that if you consider yourself a Chinese person. <laughs> Not to make light of this, but it has been an interesting ride. And the entire time, I have had only a few things to really say about it. And I want you to know this is all off the top of my head here. I have a couple notes, but generally, I need to talk about COVID-19, which I'm calling COVID-22. A lot of people have come out lately, as of February 2022, and said, COVID's over including Bill Maher. Regardless of what you think about the guy, whether you like him or hate him, isn't the point. The point is that Bill Maher is the liberal, the flagship liberal, if you will. <laughs> and he has changed his opinion on a lot of things. And because of this, he gets a lot of flack. Which is understandable, because liberals are scared to change their viewpoint. But this is no different than conservatives being scared to change their viewpoint. It's always been the same with politics, because politics are people. People are scared. People don't want change. Some people want change to the point where they don't even know what the hell they want. And in this pandemic, I have seen more stupidity than I think I've ever seen before. If you think back to some of the COVID quotes over the past year or two, you think back. Two weeks to stop the spread. Then you would see signs on the highway. Stay home. Save lives. Well, that quickly ended, and we tried to get back to our lives. Then we started talking about frontline workers. Do you remember essential workers? These were the same people that today we are ridiculing. We considered the essential workers the truckers and the nurses. Today, the truckers are being ridiculed. The trucker convoy up in Ottawa is being considered a group of Nazis by the media. Nazis. Think about how that would make people feel. If they had dedicated their life to trucking and to bringing people their food and their goods, and they decided that they didn't want to be put in quarantine every time they came to Canada, so they joined a convoy, and then they were considered white supremacists, and how that makes people feel. But nobody gives a shit. The same thing happened with nurses. These nurses, who we said, listen to the nurses, they know what they're talking about. This is what they do with their lives. They are, you know, learning to be, you know, frontline workers and doctors, and then a bunch of nurses decide they don't want to get vaccinated. So what happens? They get fired. And if you're not aware of this, guess what happened out there on the East Coast? I believe in Maryland, uh, all, the, all the nurses that were sick with Omicron, who were out sick, were asked to come back to work. So let me just rephrase this. Literally, all the nurses that were unvaccinated but not sick were fired. And all of the nurses that were sick and actually testing positive for COVID and symptomatic were told to come back to work. 
This is where we are at right now. And this is why, as a rational, liberal-minded person, I can look at this and say, there's some bullshit going on. You know, the whole thing about getting tested to mask up and save lives, the idea that we could ever attain zero COVID, all of us put in our best effort. A lot of us did. I know a lot of people say they knew from the beginning, it was bunk, yada, yada, yada. None of that matters now. What matters is, to follow the science absolutely means nothing at this point, because we have people like Fauci, who I trusted at the beginning, because I didn't know him. I trusted only because I trust a person until they prove me wrong. They told us that masks didn't do anything. Then they told us to mask up. Then now they're telling us masks don't do anything again. They're saying get vaccinated, save lives, but the leaky vaccines don't do shit. And then the whole idea of this horse dewormer narrative and what happened with Joe Rogan is really kind of the straw that broke the camel's back and the fact that they're calling this a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Get your boosters. They are safe, effective, and free. Try this new drug. It's a game changer. When Joe Rogan was ridiculed, it only served to make his voice louder. Because when you try to silence people, they become louder. Right now, at this moment, I have both of my YouTube channels, my main YouTube channels. They're both blocked and censored because my videos, one about masking kids and the other just about a general discussion about the pandemic, which was done, by the way, very respectfully and mellow because I have already had this happen before and I made sure that I didn't talk about anything too controversial. What I've realized is that we are living in the Orwellian society right now when it comes to social media. The people who just talk about random bullshit on their Facebook or their YouTube channels, they don't understand this. But those of us who actually post conflicting information from the narrative, we know this. We know what's going on. Fortunately, we have people like Dr. Prasad, Vinay Prasad, or John Campbell, who are presenting information and facts and science. And even though it's the same thing a lot of other people are presenting who do get censored, these guys don't because they have more clout. Their subscribers will complain, they will complain. And so John Campbell is a great way to get information He's an old guy from the UK, and he he's nailed it from the beginning. He's been talking about this the whole time, but only today, for the first time ever, I heard him bring up Orwell in 1984 and doublespeak, and I thought, oh no, here we go. This guy's getting screwed just like everyone else. The BBC wrote a smear article on him, and it's ludicrous, and so... It's not about falling to the right or the conspiracy theories. There are so many folks out there who don't understand the government overreach, the failed narratives. I have a long history with disapproval of the FDA and the DEA and all these different groups because of the way they do business. And um, But never, ever before is it as bad as it is today with the censored data. And 
this idea that any doctor who disagrees with the current narrative is a fringe doctor and it's bullshit there's a lot to be said about the potential for a lab leak for example in fact i'm pretty much 99 percent convinced that this virus came from a laboratory in Wuhan, but that wasn't allowed to be talked about on YouTube for a while. It was considered a conspiracy theory. But my thought is this. If something is a theory, who cares if there's conspiracy related to it? The thing about conspiracy theories is the only people who really want them ridiculed are the people who have the clout and power to commit these conspiracies, and that makes it even more complicated. But regardless of what people choose for their own bodies, their own health, the thing that pissed me off the most was this idea that people who don't get vaccinated are selfish. And to be honest, I would never make a video about this if it hadn't become so mainstream and I hadn't seen so many different videos. And I actually posted a really long one that I edited and then YouTube deleted it, so I'm forced to utilize my uh, my podcast channel here which is fine but uh, I'm with the done with COVID crowd and I've seen the data and I'm willing to go with what I believe and what I think to be true I think the kids want to go back to school I think the kids want to take the masks off I, want, I think they want to see each other and be able to actually relate I think that now because data came out just, I think, two days ago, showing that lockdowns had no little to no effect at all on COVID transmission. And they've also said the same thing about masks now. So instead of us admitting and going back to normal like Denmark, Sweden, Finland has, we're just doubling down and saying, no, put on two masks while you're driving in your own fucking car or jogging down the street. People are losing their minds. Don't forget we closed playgrounds and masked kids and closed businesses over this. And now that we have a much less lethal virus, what are we doing? Are we opening up? No, we're doubling down on the same old bullshit. And it seems like, to me, in my opinion, at this point, it's not a pandemic, it's a pandemic of stupidity. If you are informed, please speak up. The data is important. If you know the lawsuits and the history of, you know, Pfizer alone and some of the pharmaceuticals that have been recalled and the way that this has been poorly tested and that vaccines and all medications should be tested for seven to ten years before they're put out. We have an emergency authorization vaccine that people are taking willingly without asking any real questions about the long-term safety and effects because they are uninformed about the previous lawsuits that Pfizer and these other companies have endured. Data is important. I don't have all the answers, but I listen to smart people. And I believe intention is what matters. And when people talk about the new normal, I heard it best when I heard one doctor say, there is no new normal. There's just going back to normal. And that's what we need to do. Right now, we are stuck with different news, different sources, different information, and both sides suck. 
If you go for news on the right, it's freedom news or patriot news. If you go for news on the right, it's democracy news or humanitarian for the people news. The truth is we need to look at the data. Don't go to the news. The same topics are not covered by both sides. Waving the flag in one hand with the other in your pocket does not make you a better American. What makes you a better American is doing the homework and understanding the pharmaceutical companies are the biggest players behind this. And for some final data, I'd like to give you a few points. Americans spent more on the top 20 most prescribed medications than the rest of the world combined. We spend more than the rest of the world combined on the top 20 medications. Seniors in the United States have the highest rate among 11 high-income nations. That, that's Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, Switzerland, and the UK, and the US, of not taking prescription drugs because of cost. In other words, our elderly are more scared to take pharmaceuticals because of the profits and their fear they can't afford it. Number three, the financial burden is felt even more acutely by the estimated two of three older Americans living with at least two chronic conditions. Furthermore, more older Americans have suffered from economic hardship during COVID-19 compared with their counterparts in other countries. One in ten in the U.S. reported feeling stressed about having enough money to pay for basic needs like food and rent. Number four, the number of Americans taking multiple medications has grown rapidly over the last two decades. Between 2000 and 2012, the proportion of adults in the U.S. who were taking five or more medications nearly doubled from 8.2% to 15%. And number five, the final one. Today, 42% of adults over the age of 65 take five or more medications, a red flag for harm. The rapid increase in the number of medications older people are taking has led to a sharp rise in serious side effects. Known clinically as adverse drug events, we estimate that one in five older Americans, that's 10 million people, experienced an adverse drug event in 2018. More than one quarter of a million were hospitalized because of a reaction to medication if nothing is done, adverse drug events over the next decade can be expected to cost 4.6 million hospitalizations of older Americans, 74 million outpatient visits, and nearly 150,000 premature deaths. And as some final notes for profit. For 17 of the top 20 selling drugs in the world in 2020, Pharmaceutical companies made more in revenue from U.S. sales than they did in every other country put together, according to Public Citizen's analysis of companies' fallings. For 11 of the top 20 drugs, U.S. sale revenue was double that from sales in the rest of the world combined, and for some drugs, the disparity was even greater. Gilead raked in $6.1 billion from selling HIV drug Bictarvi in the U.S., five times more than it made from the rest of the world combined, $1.2 billion. So I'm going to leave you with a final few notes here. You know, I know how this comes across as a guy bitching about the pharmaceutical industry, the problem with uh, lockdowns, the problem with, 
you know, the pharmaceutical industry as a whole, but also about, you know, these particular medical procedures, which people are calling vaccines. A vaccine, when I give my children their vaccines, those vaccines actually protect them against the disease that they are supposed to. The COVID vaccine is at best something that might benefit extremely old or feeble people who need the help to keep them from dying in the hospital, but it's not going to stop you from getting any sicker. I am, at this time, unvaccinated, and by saying that, that's what is enough to get me censored. I cannot believe the world we're living in, the time we're living in, but like I said, a pandemic of stupidity, and everybody wants to pretend like they know what the truth is. And this isn't about conspiracy theories. This isn't about lying or the truth. This is about trying to get to the bottom of what's the best for each individual, right? At any rate, thank you for listening for my podcast here, for what it's worth. I had to get that out. This is probably a two-parter because the first one I did, I read something that I wrote the other day. But uh, as of currently right now, as I've mentioned before, I have both of my YouTube channels blocked and uh, censored, and I'm unable to upload on either one because I made a video and dared to talk about masking children. And I have a 9 and a 12-year-old, as well as a 26-year-old, and masking them, you know, masking my youngest kids to go to school is complete bullshit. We've had COVID in our household. I'm pretty much done with this whole thing. And the fact of how the far left has handled this has just made me want to puke. And uh, so that's all I've got. And I'll talk to you soon. And thank you for listening. If you want to support the channel, visit me on Patreon at Carpo719. And uh, I also have a channel on uh, Odyssey because YouTube has been censoring. So I'm trying to upload things there. And I appreciate you all. Much love. I'll talk to you next time. Be well.